0: There are always a number of ways in which you can read any budget. There are different interpretations. One interpretation of today's budget is perhaps that it is consumption focused. Uh, You do have money being put in the hands of farmers. There are tax breaks being announced for a lower bracket of uh, uh, the middle class. Uh, Is that an attempt to keep consumption growing? Let's uh, ask that question and many more to Sanjeev Sanyal, Principal Economic Advisor to the Government of India. Sanjeev, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, What is the economic sort of underpinning of this budget? What is it trying to achieve in your words? It does look like there is an attempt to keep consumption growth uh, strong and then eventually, of course, that feeds into the broader economy.
1: I think uh, the two segments that you just mentioned, um, there was a focus on them. And let me explain why those two two, uh, segments as opposed to any other. Uh, First of all, let's take the farmers into account now there's a lot of talk about farmer distress but let's look at what exactly is going on what has actually happened is that the uh, farmers actually have done a very good job of doing what they've always been asked to do which is to increase output and for the last couple of years they have actually dramatically increased farm output the problem is that this has caused pressure downward pressure on their prices and so as a result of that, that has been good for the economy at one level because, of course, the rest of us have benefited from the fact that we now have uh, food prices at record uh, low inflation, in fact, in many cases facing deflation. So, you know, if you go back a few years ago, onion prices or pulse prices would spike up and down, um, whereas we have had very st- uh, stable food prices, in fact, if anything, uh, coming off. So, the rest of us have benefited from this. And what this is, is an attempt to transfer back some of that, pay back some of that, that back as a top-up to farmers to sort of help them with the fact that this price deflation has happened. So that is why this specific segment has been targeted. It's a payback for effectively subsidizing the rest of us by increasing production so much. So that is the first segment we wanted to talk about. The second segment is, of course, the middle class, the middle middle class, and the lower middle class, and as the finance minister just pointed out, um, the idea here was this: this is a class that has been really good troopers in the last couple of years. they uh, <clears throat> you know they took in their stride several important disruptions, like GST for example, great in the long run, important reform, but yes, it did cause disruptions, and you know again this is the class that was impacted demonetization again maybe there is long-term benefits but it was disruptive so the middle middle class and the lower middle class have been great troopers and and so if you if you listen to uh, finance minister goel's speech he first of all before giving them any never mind the fiscal uh, benefits the first thing he said he was thanking them for um, you know being supportive in these major reforms and then In addition to that, I think there was a feeling that something had to be given back. Um, And so hence, uh, as you saw, the limit being increased from 2.5 to uh, 5 uh, and so on. So I think that was basically the thrust of the matter. And yes, some part of this will go through uh, to consumption, uh, which is fair fair because as I said, there's no inflation in the economy as far as we can tell. Uh, If ever there was a, a case for allowing a little bit of consumption to grow, this has got to be the moment.
0: Okay, uh, Sanjeev, let me ask you about that farm scheme, uh, the income support scheme. Uh, so that's 75,000 crore for uh, next year. Uh, there has been no cutback in existing subsidies. Uh, so you know we are sort of adding to our recurring liabilities on account of the farm sector. There is uh, food, there is fertilizer, there is now farm. So the recurring liabilities on this sector, it's not just about providing for it for one year. Uh, this is going to sort of increase the burden because of the farm sector on the budget over a long term as well
1: so uh, that is for future governments to look at but for the time being what has been done it is a top-up it is uh, we are explicitly making the point this is not what is maybe the full-fledged ubi that was discussed which was a rollback of all subsidies and replacement with this uh, this is a top-up we are being explicitly saying so and it is in compensation as i said for Essentially deflating uh, uh, food prices, of which incidentally the rest of us are beneficiaries. So, this is sort of a uh, transfer of resources to those who have made this happen.
0: But so as is things stand, is being I, done.
1: now, I, of course, I understand. I'm just asking whether future whether... points in time.
0: Sorry, I was just asking that, okay, should this government stay in power? This is a liability that you intend to continue. Uh, I think there was a number of, uh, you know, at least 10 years uh, where there was no index, uh, sort of inflation index increase or anything projected. Uh, but in the press conference, they said at least 10 years, 60,000 crore we are giving to farmers, which means that if this government were to be in power, this would be a continuing commitment.
1: F- yes, as things stand, yes. But the point of the matter is obviously circumstances will change. I mean, uh, You know, there may be another point in time where we have resolved this uh, price deflation problem, and this is not considered the optimal way to support the farm farmers. Uh, There may be other things that may happen, but as things stand, given the current situation, should that persist? Yes, this will. This too will persist.
0: Okay. Uh, Sanjeev, on the other uh, end of expenditure, you know, there has been spending increase here, of course, but capital expenditure is more or less flat. Uh, Are we compromising on, uh, you know, long-term expenditure that should go into the economy, or is that getting pushed on to, say, public sector balance sheets, which has also been happening?
1: I think this government has uh, more than uh, shown its commitment to infrastructure over the last five years. I don't think there's been any let-up. Whether in terms of building metros and cities, or highway building, or dramatic expansion through Uran scheme in um, civil aviation, uh, you will hardly uh, be able to make the case that this is this government doesn't take infrastructure seriously. Um, so uh, you know, obviously, this is an interim budget. Uh, it targeted two segments, and that was the focus of it. Now, when a new budget is presented in July, um, you know. The new government will have priorities. It may have different priorities uh, on capital expenditure from the current one. We will see uh, the focus of this one as an interim budget was m- mostly on these two uh, uh, segments, and, and hence uh, they were targeted.
0: Uh, Sanjeev, on the, on the revenue side, you know, we're looking at about a 13.8% increase in gross tax revenue. Benchmark to nominal GDP growth, that seems fine. But last year, of course, we know we had a, you know, a considerable shortfall, at least on the GST. This year, uh, is there just general confidence that tax revenues will keep up uh, to expectations? And secondly, there is still a very high reliance on both divestment and dividends from the RBI.
1: I think the, uh, there are several questions in there. So let me first uh, deal with the GST. Yes, I mean, they are, it, GST systems worldwide have taken several years to stabilize. So it is um, not unfair that, you know, we should expect that finally next year, uh, we will begin to see the, kick, uh, the kick thing kicking off. Um, that would be in line with what we have seen in other parts of the world as well. Um, so I think expecting GST to settle and then give finally begin to really pay off Uh, is not an unreasonable uh, expectation. Um, uh, The others was RBI uh, 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 payments. Well, as you know, a committee has been uh, formed to come up with a rule-based system of how uh, RBI dividends will be transferred to the government. But I do like to make uh, this point very, very clearly that there is uh, amongst in the media some sort of a... uh, View that RBI dividends to government are somehow not kosher. That is not the case. Uh, everywhere in the world, uh, seniorage is transferred from uh, the central bank to the government. It happens in America. Happens in China. Happens in Japan. It's uh, seniorage is an entirely legitimate source of income for governments, uh, and uh, every central bank in the world transfers uh, funds to the government. So there is absolutely nothing particularly suspect about it. The question is if whether or not it is done using a sensible rule-based system and that rule-based system will be put in place uh, shortly when the committee comes up with its report.
0: Uh, Sanjeev, now just coming around to the fiscal deficit number. uh, Now, you know, we have, uh, I know it's a small slip, but we have had slips for two consecutive years. uh, And in FY22, we are are looking at just at 3.4%. The government has done a lot since the start of its term, but in the last two years, uh, has it sort of struggled to take forward the process of fiscal consolidation?
1: Again, I think... uh, First of all, do remember that not so long ago we used to debate whether it was 5 or 6% of GDP. The fact that we are debating uh, 3.3 and 3.4 is itself massive uh, shift in how we think about all of this. Secondly, uh, please do look at the primary deficit number. You will see the primary deficit number is 0.2% of GDP, which is actually a slight improvement on what had been uh, earlier expected. The deficit as it stands now is effectively being driven by interest payments on existing debt. Uh, so uh, that I think is an issue on which obviously uh, a structural decline in, inflation, uh, in uh, interest rates is, is something that we need to think about quite seriously given that we have managed now to structurally lower inflation. So this, uh, the, this in the longer run is more a dynamic between inflation and interest rates. Um, uh, than it is about fiscal consolidation because on an ongoing basis the primary deficit which the you know the finance minister controls that is well within control
0: Sanjeev, on the question of borrowings, uh, now, you know, the gross borrowing number was far higher than what the markets had expected, so you saw the bond markets react negatively. Uh, When you look at the net, you're seeing that a lot of borrowing is now moving towards the National Small Saving Fund. Uh, I know that fund is available for use to the center, but there are other possible consequences of borrowing too heavily from that fund, such as an artificially high interest rate regime if you want to keep collections coming into small savings.
1: These things will be adjusted along the way where when a full budget is presented. Um, we are fully aware that obviously uh, you know, excessive borrowings through a high interest rate uh, sources is uh, not tenable. But this is an interim budget and uh, you know, adjustments are made along the way uh, the, as and when required.
0: Okay, Sanjeev, last question then, you know, you've uh, come down to the final year of uh, this current government's uh, tenure. Uh, What is the message, what has been the economic uh, sort of message that has come through in this term? We've been trying to look at it through various different means, but how do you see it? What have you achieved, what have you not managed to achieve?
1: Well, what is it that uh, Prime Minister Modi was trying to do when he said we're going to create a new India? Essentially, what he was, uh, was doing was trying to create a rule-based uh, economic system uh, uh, and replace the old patronage-based, rent-seeking kind of economy. So, if you see, everything that has been done is being done with this kind of focus. One is, of course, breaking down the old patronage-based system by cracking down on black money, uh, uh, real estate uh, black, uh, misuses, um, uh, bank uh, the banking sector and all the evergreening that used to happen. So that so breaking that down is one part of what he's doing. But then replacing it with a framework of rules. So and that has been done systematically for everything. So uh, let me give you some examples. Take for example uh, monetary policy. Uh, it now is a institutionalized system with clear targets with the monetary policy committee. So that's a rule based system. Another was how do you have exit, so another rule based system, insolvency and bankruptcy code. Uh, we had an extremely complicated tax system, uh, different states doing their own thing, nobody knew what was going on. You now have a GST council, you have now shifted onto a new regime under the GST, maybe it's not the world's best system, uh, but it's pretty good, it works and we can keep improving it. Even 50 years from now, what you will be doing is improving essentially this framework. So, the point is that a framework of rule-based governance has been put in place. More can be done, I am sure. But I think this is the broad agenda and I think you will see more being done in this line. It is not finished business. Uh, But of course, you know, uh, if you are taking a longer term perspective, uh, you know, we will now have to begin to think about many other things uh, to take this particular approach forward.
0: One failure perhaps, Sanjeev, is the fact that uh, neither did we manage to push up growth to the levels where there would be large dividends in terms of job creations, nor did we manage to push up the share of manufacturing in the GDP as we would have intended to with make in India, etc., which would have also had uh, you know, positive consequences for the job market.
1: I would dispute the fact that growth has not happened uh, India remains by far the fastest-growing economy in the world, and if that's not good enough for you, um, then I'm afraid nothing I can say about it. As far as the jobs issue is concerned, uh, that is a matter of debate, uh, which is largely being done on the basis of a report that hasn't been made public. So I think uh, let's hold our horses on that. But I would uh, yes, definitely manufacturing uh, as a share of GDP, which we always is, uh, thought would create jobs, enough. Sanjeev.
0: Manufacturing, which we thought manufacturing.
1: Would... Yes, I agree. Yes, but there, there, there. You are right. Manufacturing could have grown faster, but the services sector definitely has grown very, very fast. There are large uh, sectors that didn't uh, exist that were, came about, and even in manufacturing, incidentally, while there have been problems in certain areas, like for example, um, small-scale textile manufacturing and so on, but then other sectors have dramatically grown. For example, uh, five years ago, we barely had a mobile manu- a mobile phone manufacturing industry. I think we could claim to be now the second largest. In that phase, we have, you know, LED uh, lighting and all kinds of new sectors where we have created completely brand new manufacturing uh, spaces. Uh, so I would actually dispute you that nothing is going on. Maybe we can do better, but to say that nothing is going on and have this general smug idea that oh, um, you know, growth has been so disappointing—that's not at all the case. The numbers do not uh, support your case on that at
0: all. I didn't say that. I said, uh, could growth have been faster and the share of manufacturing and GDP have risen? But we'll save that debate, uh, Sanjeev. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, Good to talk to you and get your views on the budget.
1: On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyruses with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Verma. Or Shunya One, hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.